Hi, I'm Molly. And I'm Aquafina. And we are a comic relief for your reality. Shit is real, but, but it's funny. funny. This podcast represents the opinions of Molly and Aquafina and no way is connected to our employees or associated business partners. This content is for information purposes only. Thank you and enjoy. Hello <laughs> and welcome back to another episode of Molly and Aquafina, where we are creating a safe space for all things Black, Black, and more Black. Thank you for liking, commenting, and subscribing. We appreciate all the love and the support. This is episode 21. Hi, you guys. <laughs> That's all you got for him? I feel like each week I get like lower and lower, you know, like, hi, you guys. It's been a rough weekend. You know, my menstrual has been menstruing, you know, I just, it is what it is. I've been in pain for two days. I've been drained for two days. We just out here losing blood. <laughs> It's like, oh, I don't want it. But then when you don't have it, it's like, where you at? Where you at? I mean, although that may be a miracle <laughs> right now. So hmm, I wouldn't be bothered if I didn't see it because I know I'm not doing anything. So, well, there, there we go, right? That wouldn't shock me. Now, if I was laying it low and spreading it wide, I'd be up there like, oh, God, please. <laughs> Let it just this last time. Last time. I wonder how many last times we are. God probably be up there like because I have to be on the least. (laughs) Not in the not in the sense of like God give me out of sex things, but like just in general, God. Oh, if you just let this hangover pass. You know how many times I've done that? Like sit there and black. You have to write this paper or finish these notes. (laughs) Be like, girl, how many nah, more? It'd be straight pregnancy, straight pregnancy. Be sitting there like, whoo. All right, God. I need another one. <laughs> Just I won't do it again. I won't do it again. It's kind of like drinking. You know how you get drunk and you get real yeah. sick? And you be like, oh, I will never drink ever again. <laughs> you lie. We lie every single time. And God be knowing. I think it's, I feel like it's only been in situations where it's probably been drinking and in my younger younger years like god just this saving this one last time i'll never do it again i remember the last last time i did that i threw up in the shower and matter of fact i think that probably was the last time i ever got pissy drunk like that and this had to have been like 2018 <laughs> and i didn't make it to the to my toilet i made it to the shower because i didn't want to get it on the floor and I left it there until the next day. So like I threw up, I laid in the bed with my clothes and stuff on. It was a mess. And woke up to that the very next morning and was just mm. looking at it like. The next morning cleanup is the worst. It's the worst. It is. It was, it was horrible because you know how you get the chunks and stuff. I'm going to oh. be real graphic. <laughs> You be having the chunks and chunks of stuff. And I'm just like, what did you eat at the bar, my nigga? What did you have? What did you have? I will not drink, excuse me, anything red. Like if it's red, I will not drink it. Why? It just doesn't come up well at all. Mine's a Southern Comfort. Mine was till today, I will not drink Taylor's Port. And it took me a long, well, (laughs) I didn't know any better. 
I believe it was my friend's maybe 21st birthday or 22nd mm-hmm. birthday, but I know I had already turned 21. And we went out and I remember pre-gaming. Remember when pre-gaming was a thing? Oh, I remember yeah. pre-gaming. It's so cheap and nasty. In the whole, <laughs> in the, we had a hotel room and it was grape soda and Taylor Sport. Friend, you're supposed to mix up an orange juice if anything. Oh my God, that's everybody's response when we talk about Yeah, Taylor grape I didn't soda. know. I didn't know. It was all grape, right? It's so, like acidic and, no. Oh. It was horrible. It was horrible. It's, and then when I got to the club, I had an amaretto sour. I love those. Remember that? Now, you that see where I'm going my, with the grape? Yeah. Got in a car, went all over the backseat. All over the backseat. I just remember saying, God, if you just let me make it through this night and get, back to, is- and get on Greyhound the next day to get back to school, because I was at Morgan at this time, to get back to school, I never do it again. And here I am. I did it again because then homecoming came next. I remember like each time of these stupid alcohol incidents. <laughs> and yeah, I just never, after those times, I just never, ever been pissy drunk again. Like I Frank, never been. God, God is tired of us. God is tired of point. me. God is tired of us. Mine's with Southern Comfort because I remember going up to my friend's school, Penn State. I think it was Maine campus. No, it was Maine campus. Where's the Maine campus? It was somewhere out somewhere is it school kill did they have one in school kill something like that they're all over but (laughs) it was for the jay-z i think it was a jay-z tour or something like that and i drunk southern comfort all i remember is waking up with a wet spot on my pants on a blow-up mattress laying next to my other friend she and i guess i threw up and they said it was green stuff everywhere i remember having guacamole i remember being at a sheets gas station eating a quesadilla it just it was bad so from that point on i never drunk southern comfort i would never go anywhere and order southern comfort i just cannot when i see it in the store i just like mm, remember that time uh my youth no southern comfort gives me old man vibes like sitting on a porch making moonshine in the back sitting on like the that. porch swinging in the yes <laughs> eating on like biting a, a stick a like a sugar stick or some shit like that yeah yeah like spitting it and like yelling at your big dog otis yep it hold down otis it just gives me that it gives me that and it gave me that and i never drunk it again now I will drink some moonshine if my if mom decides if my mom decides to be fancy one day and make it. You know, I will drink that because she always stick the peaches and stuff in it. Moonshine won't give you a hangover if it's done correctly. It's kind of like moonshine. a thing. It's smooth. It's really smooth. Yeah, it's like real smooth, like in the back of a black caddy. Like, you know. But people who know, you could tell someone's age if they know what moonshine is. Well, sorry. You I can. Know. You can tell what kind of parents they have. I must say I had old ass parents. You can tell where they're from and old ass parents. Because you know who got the moonshine on lock? Call Big T. T Money. Call her. All right. So what's going on in the world today? What's going on? Wait, I have a random moment. And I'm sorry, because I always do this to you, friend. So I was watching a proud family over 
this weekend, right? You know, I get fixated on an old show and I just run it to the ground. And it was the episode where Penny, their school was doing like this student exchange program. You remember that episode? I don't think so. And it was like the, she had to switch over to, she had to go live with like a Muslim family. You don't remember this? Keep going, keep going. All right. So no, I thought that that episode was funny because when I was in elementary school, I did a student exchange program and I went to Vermont for like a week. Did you? Yes. I went to Vermont for a week and I had to live with this family. Oh, I think the girl's name was like Emily. And her dad was a firefighter. He was like the cat. What do what do you call them? A captain? Is that is that the correct term for him? Okay. Okay. Yeah. So her dad was a firefighter. Her mom was a stay at home mom. I think her sister was in college and she came home. But it made me watching Penny made me think about my experience. I still have the pictures. Maybe I'll Cause, post it because I'm gonna need to see receipts. <laughs> I'm like, wait, you know let you go live with this ring. Right. Look. Look. That's what I'm getting to. So. It just, it was mind blown because I'm like, yo, that's wild. My mom really sent me away with another family. Things may not have been that crazy back then, but I would not send my child anywhere now. Anywhere. So I'm like, I went to go live with the family for a week. Um, and I remember the, the girl, Emily, having like a room where she like collected bugs and stuff like that. Like she liked the butterflies and her mom will put them in this like glass, like really like a glass case, like a collectible type of thing. And she was like real chemist sciencey type. She was like a nerd. She was like a nerd, right? So we went on like trail walks and like all this strange shit that I'm like thinking back on there. Like they could have chopped me up in a million pieces. And threw me to the wolves. All the way in Vermont. <laughs> I could have came up missing. <laughs> but no, um, looking at Penny's experience and her um, being upset because she had to fast and me going there. And well, the good thing about it was we got to go to the Ben and Jerry's factory. Ooh. And let me tell you, as a little kid, old girl was in love. Okay. I didn't want to leave. Okay. I got to taste every flavor. Okay, but no, just looking at Penny's experience and like I said, her having the fast and her not understanding and having that culture shock. I did experience that because I, I, I think it was like probably three days in. I wanted to go home mm. because I'm around all white people. I went to her school as all white people. Now, granted, my friends were there, too, because their parents let them come as well. But we only saw them when we had to come to school. Mm. So, and then her mom, like her mom, it was funny because she was like, well, what are your favorite foods? And I told her my favorite (laughs) food, right? So let me tell you, friend, she tried to cook chicken, fried chicken for me. Friend, it did not go as planned. I remember getting on the phone telling my dad, he was like, well, what? Because, you know, my dad ain't had no filter. He didn't give a good goddamn if somebody was standing next to me on the phone. What they feed you? I said, she made fried chicken. He goes, how the hell she do it? I don't know, it was fried, but it was shake and bake. Remember shake and bake? Oh my God. Friend, I remember, and that was like the first and the last time I said it was shake and bake, dad. And I remember my dad yelling in the background to my mom, talking about, well, what the hell is shake and bake? 
they had the commercial. I always and wanted she in to the try bag. it. She in the back, like the bag that you shake up when. <laughs> it was nasty. She tried to make a Caesar salad. You know, black people, we add all the razzle dazzle to the damn salad. It, she tried, but it was a nice experience. Vermont is really, well, I don't know how Vermont is now, but Vermont was really a, a calm, quiet experience. A lot of greenery, a lot of trees. I remember their house being like a three-story and she had this huge, huge backyard and she had a horse. She had her own horse. I wonder what she's doing now. I don't know, but when we did this student exchange, you know, somebody got to come and live with me. And I remember Emily, I think she had the, who was the girl that she was with? The girl was like real mean. So I was shocked that they put Emily with that other girl. But I remember telling my mom back then, yeah, I saw Emily. She looked kind of sad. And then my mom was like, I hope they're treating her right. So I hope they was, they treated her right. You know, that's a real culture shock for them. You, I can adjust and adapt to pretty much any environment because I've been going to diverse schools all my life but when you bring you know a Caucasian person into like a black family that is really 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 a culture shock because she said so this is how y'all do huh (laughs) right 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 it's really a culture shock so I know she probably got here and was petrified like the girl that came with me she was just she was cool she listened to everything I listened to she probably had a black friend back then I don't know but yeah, it was just funny to watch that on the Proud family. And I was like, damn, I got to tell my Vermont story. <laughs> I never, this is news to me. My I mom really that. did put, trust them to put me on a damn plane and send me with another family that you really don't know that much about. I mean, you exchange information. My mom knew where everybody worked at and the address, the phone number and all that stuff. But, you know, it's a different story when you actually get the kid there. You could pretty much do anything to the ass. Right. Right. Trust us. But you know, I wouldn't trust sending my kid anywhere right now. You my kid wouldn't be doing nobody's um kid exchange Mm-mm. Mm-mm. program. Not right now. But I'm sorry, I had to just put that. No, I that was a great story because I've never heard it. And it's very I'm sorry, friend. I went to Vermont and <laughs> I went to Branson, Missouri because I was a country line dancer in elementary school too. And I met Dolly. I met Dolly Parton. Is that her last name? Parton. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> I met that lady. Didn't know who she was, but everybody else. <laughs> I was a country line dancer. See, y'all learn something new every day. <laughs> and I just had a country grandma. I mean, you can't get no more country than that. Do right? not. She is not country. Don't do that. But she is, and that's my girl. <laughs> and you're going to stick beside her? I'm going to stick beside her. <laughs> All right, friend, Neil, what do you have? Politics. Oh, I don't like when you do that. Uh, yeah. The White House is still white and the Black community is still Black. Biden, you'll be. Biden has a signed temporary funding bill to hold off on government shutdown. I was actually looking forward to see what was going to happen. Joe Biden said, not in my house. We keep the lights on, okay? (laughs) The White House will revisit the bill in the coming weeks to see what would happen. So, I mean, because wasn't it was supposed to be the 18th, right? 
It was supposed to be October 18th where funding will stop. So we're talking about social security, pension, and all that good stuff that we unfortunately have to rely on the government for. So yeah, this shutdown is postponed until further notice. I mean, I guess so because it would mess with everything, the flow of everything. I remember there, I feel like this is becoming a reoccurring thing. Did we not? This happened before? Right. I feel like we were just talking about this, maybe not last year, because last year, all I know is COVID. Maybe the yeah. year before. Like, Even now, it's just all COVID. So I've, I can't recall another time. Yeah, this I think happened. it was a time where it was like maybe a few hours where the government shut down. Remember? I feel like, like, so right. like the parks and all of those things that are government funded was. I don't remember. I don't know. I don't yeah. remember that. But yeah, I mean, listen. <sighs> You was going to be dealing with some angry... You talk about a city being set on fire. My nigga, you talking about stopping people, social security checks, stopping unemployment, stopping... you. Y'all would have wake, woken up to nothing. <laughs> nothing. How do y'all have enough money? Yeah. Because, because y'all don't have enough money, money that y'all stole anyway. Let's talk about taxes. Just go and print the money at this point. Go and print the money. Let's start over. Let's start not clear over. the American debt, but let's clear everyone's debt and just start over and figure this thing out from scratch. Like, why are we here? Why is this even a thing? But Biden said, I'll be back. Yeah, Governor Newsom, who just got reelected, announced a school vaccine mandate. All mm. students who are old enough to receive the shot will be vaccinated to attend school. Of course, there is plenty of pushback and angry parents saying, oh, not my child, right? (laughs) But Governor Newsom says that this is simple. Your children already get 56 vaccines. What is one more going to do to them? Yeah, this might be that one that just take everybody out. Take everyone out. (laughs) So if you are currently in California, this is something that is being mandated for children who are of age to receive the vaccine. Moving right on along down the line, Miss <laughs> Representative Ayanna Presti says, Medicare, we need to revisit this and you guys definitely need to cover with. People saying, wait, what? What are you saying over there, girl? I agree. Representative Ayanna said, you heard me. Let's cover with. So she is one of the 7 million Americans living with an autoimmune disease that causes hair loss. Mm-hmm. so medicare should cover wigs and wigs are just not just a hair thing but it's a thing that should be covered under medicare i could not agree with her more let's cover some wigs for medical causes let's cover hair removal let's cover now sanitary friend. products now friends sanitary products i agree now the hair removal i think you're just so let personal- me tell you so me, I am somebody who suffers very, very bad from ingrown hairs, right? I have very thick, coarse hair. And when it comes out, it's a problem. So I have spent thousands at this point of dollars on waxing. I can only wax. I can't shave. It makes it work. So I try to figure out, mm, this probably should be covered under some type of medical thing. And it shouldn't be cosmetics because it's severe. It's severe to the point that I may have to go to the doctor's get cut open, get drained. So yeah, I think that certain things should be covered under insurance and hair removal 
to the extent of it being severely painful should be covered. I'm thousands of dollars in at this point. And maybe I should look into laser hair removal, but I haven't gotten there yet. Now that I could see them covering it. Like if you wanted laser hair removal, yeah. But the removal period, then you're going to have people in there like, yeah, because I have this condition. I need well, I mean, to you should be able to show it. I have documentation <laughs> in ER room bills that I can show that, you know. And um, as for the wigs, as a licensed cosmetologist, I do agree because wigs can be very, very, very expensive, especially for the person that has to make them and custom create them so I do think that they should cover the cost of that of course especially if it's like due to cancer alopecia areata alopecia period like you know stuff like that so I agree with that it should be covered they should cover it 100% we really should look into our medical system and things that should be covered are not so I totally agree with you Miss Presley, and I hope that you fight the good fight. Fight the good fight, girl. Moving right along. Well, this wasn't politics. I don't actually know where this would have fit it. But remember when we did the like the whole riot thing in here in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. and they had that picture circulating of that woman with the child, like her child was like separated from the the mom. You remember that? And they were trying to say that I the, don't believe the, so. the parent abandoned the child or something during the um, riot. And they made sure that they took a picture of the cop holding the child. Remember that? You I do not. Remember that. Maybe if I saw the picture. You have to remember that. Um, okay, so the mom, it says that the mom was 29 years old and she was pulled from her SUV. Remember, they were sitting in the car and they thought that she was like driving towards the riot to cause a riot but she was actually in the car with her kids trying to drive away from it. Remember? Cause they I had, it was in West so. Philadelphia. It was in West Philadelphia and they pulled this woman from the car and I think they arrested her, took her children. And then the story that they threw out there was like, she like took her child in the midst of a riot and abandoned her child when they actually pulled her from it, it was, they was breaking, I gotta find a video for you. They was breaking her windows with the children in the car and like pulling her up out the car. She filed a lawsuit. <laughs> against Rightfully the city. so. Against the city, <laughs> okay? And I felt like that was needed because they really set old girl up and you can actually see the video footage of her trying to make a U-turn to like go away from the riot. She wasn't, because. They were blocking off streets down there and people didn't know until you got to like that block. So she was seen trying to go the other way and the cops like swarmed in and stuff like that and like bashed all her windows. So she filed a a lawsuit and old girl won $2 million. Give her her coins. Give her her coins. $2 million. And then it said that 15 officers are awaiting um, disciplinary proceedings. And the police AKA commissioner. On that's duty until it dies over and you get back on the street. Of course. Right. And the police commissioner, Danielle Outlaw, said in a statement that instead of fighting crime and the fear of crime, some of the officers on the scene created an environment that terrorized. I'm not going to say her name. Um, 
such and such her family and the members of the public and they did around that time they were just creating all this fake like it it just was that that was a crazy time and that video was so traumatizing I know it had to be traumatizing for them kids and I felt like we talked about this think we did around that time but they they definitely pulled her up out of the car it was crazy that's all I had for that I wasn't sure where to put that I just wanted to mention it when you play dumb games you, with- you you're right i could have put that there not maybe not the whole philadelphia police department but but some of you you know some you play stupid games you win stupid prizes so now this girl is up and she's stuck <laughs> she up and she's stuck she up and she's stuck um did you have something what is it black culture next you know every time i look at my notes i just be all over the place it's just this big thing that says COVID is not over. And I just skip past it every single time. So I'm going to skip past it again. And you go right here to Black culture. Because I'm, I'm tired of talking about COVID. It's just so much stuff. Each week, I feel like it's something else. And it's just draining enough. Like people it's losing their jobs. People can't get jobs. Ugh. You know? All right whatever so i'm putting this next person under black pop culture because he should be invited to everybody's cookout like <laughs> he should be invited to everybody's cookout the black pop culture cookout invite goes to <laughs> the turkish man that had a little bit too much to drink with his friends so his friends sent out a search party and you know, notified the police to search for their missing drunk friend. Old boy was in the search party looking for himself. Didn't know who they was looking for until they started yelling out the man's name. Like, like, John, John, are you here? John, John. And John turned around and said, well, why y'all looking for John? Cause I'm right here. <laughs> John was with the party looking for himself searching searching for this lost man this lost soul this lost drunken man and he was in the crowd okay you think it was Southern Comfort or Taylor Sport it was definitely Taylor Sport (laughs) (laughs) it was definitely Taylor Sport it was given Taylor Sport and orange juice well, friend, it's been times where I've been on the phone looking for the phone and didn't have anything to drink. So Listen, I can I understand. understand. I, I understand. I understand. Well, come on over to the cookout. He can come to the cookout because anytime and you bring the drinks because you know what to drink. Listen, anytime you looking for yourself, see, he was noble enough to see crowds and crowds of people. That's where it get black at. You see crowds and crowds of people, and you think to yourself, damn. Let me go help these people look for this missing person. I want to be a good Samaritan and help them. So you get in the damn crowd and realize they looking for you. They looking for you. <laughs> they looking for you, John. And you yell out, well, I'm here. I'm John. <laughs> no, we John. looking for John, John. <laughs> Not that John, John, John. <laughs> I love it. Oh, guys, I had to put him under black pop culture because he just gets the award. He gets invited to the cookout as long as his ass don't get lost. Because you getting lost around a bunch of black people, I ain't 
<laughs> well, you know, you can't really get lost at the cookout. The perimeter is only but. And you don't only white face. So, John, yeah, you right. You may be mm-hmm. able to get lost at the barbecue. But not the, not cookout. the cookout. That's not normally cookout. when somebody porch or they backyard. Right. You're right, friend. You're and if right. like you come through the front door, you got to use the back. and You, you got to use the side. The so, yeah. you really, we got to keep it close then. Yeah, I agree. So, you're invited to the cookout, John. What's next, friend? Is that all you have for Black culture? I did. I so, didn't really have that much this week. I seen something that really just tickled my spirit. It did. Tickle, tickle, tickle. Is Rap City coming back? I saw a ticker sitting on the couch. I said, oh my God, my childhood. Ooh. I saw a ticker sitting on the couch near all they need, friend. Don't just say to it. let. Don't say it. This thing on. Let me see Free and AJ. Where they at? Free and AJ. That is, listen, I will be a permanent intern if they brought that back. Listen, y'all need me on set. I will be on set. Just bring it back. Bring it back. Now, I thoroughly enjoy 106 and Park. Love I it. always wanted to go on 106 and Park. I just had to get there. Did not make it. Um, I could live for a free and AJ. Who was after Free and AJ? Jaleesa and, um, and Terrence. And Terrence Shay. And then it was Bow Wow and Sierra, or am I making that up? Bow Wow and Sierra, Bow Wow and Angela Simmons, Bow Wow and so it was Bow Wow Erica um, Mena. I guess with him. I wouldn't say it was a guest because they were there for long, long periods of time. I think until they like swapped out. I felt like each person he dated, so they kind of sort of had to swap them. Oh, now friend. He dated. He dated Angela Simmons, didn't he? Okay. He dated um Sierra, didn't he? Okay. He dated Erica Mena, didn't he? Okay. Yes, it's true, friend. That's probably why people didn't last long. Allegedly. Wow. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know how I... All right, go ahead. Oh. Go ahead. According to sources. Allegedly. Mr. Wow pulled up on Shake That, Shake That, Baby, Oh, Bad Boy. Did he? And did what? And had a conversation about Bow Wow's baby mom and if it's okay if Diddy dates her. Diddy been out here Diddying and dating everybody, okay? Diddy is the double D, okay? Dating Diddy. Dick him Diddy. down Diddy. <laughs> double, triple. Dick him down dick Diddy. Him, dick him down Diddy. That is what um, he is right now. I'm like, what am I reading? Bow Wow, Bow Wow's baby mother Bow Wow come pull up on me if he was on a fucking mini boat and I was on a yacht. So, what are we talking about here? So, I've never in my life (laughs) seen Diddy (laughs) in Bow Wow in the same room, on the same track. Correct me if I'm wrong. Diddy and Bow Wow just doesn't doesn't make sense? It doesn't make sense. Gotcha. Diddy and Bow Wow dating the same woman? Doesn't make sense. I'm going to say that it kind of does because... But are they really dating? 
Diddy is known for having some of the most beautiful women. Yeah. As you just ran through the list of Bow Wow. Okay, Bow Wow. We don't know how you've been doing it, but you've been doing that was, it for that over was in the his year. younger, younger days. So I mean, if we are friends, I guess this is a question. At what point, how many years passed? Or in are you okay with any of your friends or someone that you are cool with enough to have a conversation about it? Date any of your exes. Well, first of all, that's a no-no. If we're friends, you already know right off the bat, it's not okay. It's kind of nasty because I low-key don't want to be laying down with somebody that you done laid it low and spread it wide with. And people nowadays be blowing people, blowing bubbles in people's butts and shit and stuff. So I just don't, I don't want to date anybody that you dated, friend, you know? And I know it's vice versa. Like no body wants to do that. I think it was probably here I go and I don't care back in high school I realized that one of my friends talked to my ex previously before me but nobody said anything because it was like some type of fling-ish thing and I didn't know and you know who I'm talking about with this person I don't but I'm eager to find out from South Philly yes you do okay so, and the other person was from, let's say, Kensington or Erie Avenue. Kinsingera. Okay. <laughs> so, I found out in a weirdest, like a, the weirdest way when the Kinsingera said, oh, you still have that broke microwave in your house. And I'm looking around like, now, I haven't been to this person's house yet, but you know, my wheels is turning like, how you know this man got a broken microwave? And then South Philly gets all awkward and tense, like, and then say nothing. So I start looking back and forth like, did y'all date or something? <laughs> like, <laughs> why is nobody not saying nothing? They still looking stupid. This was in the divorce building, by the way, happening. We all was sitting down. They still looking stupid. And she's like, no, we, we didn't date. But if you know who this person is, you know what type of time they was on. The quinceanera. <clears throat> so I said that to say, because I knew who my friend was back then, it was nasty. And had I known, it would have never happened. I don't care if you didn't get to do nothing. You did do something. It was a fling. This shit is nasty, yo. Say something to your friends. I would have to agree. It's wild. And you know this person. Um, this person was wild. <laughs> wow. For me, it kind of it's just dirty. Depend on the circumstances. So my high school friends and people who are close to me definitely know who I've dated like I life. never would date Jersey Jersey Jack but <laughs> like if someone you know and maybe if a college friend just so happens to cross paths with someone that I dated years ago I honestly would not care that Any, you didn't and you didn't know and they or didn't know or if it was new oh. like I mean even if it was fresh and it was like oh I met this guy and we just so figured out it's the same guy I don't care at this point in my life that's fine but if we're friends and you and if know, we're friends, 
come on dog yeah I don't and I and I dare not bring it up like once I realized like old girl did like you knew what the situation was when we were sitting at this table don't do that and that's why you know your friends you learn your friends and name this person yeah yeah I don't know I don't I don't really it's just want... real wild. Like it's nasty. So di- Diddy, Diddy. And Diddy, you're too old. To not only is, are not only are you dating someone somebody's child. Right. Mother. Somebody and if you have no mom, intentions so. on making this woman wholesome and holy and marrying her. Well, I will say this. So I just I actually just had this conversation and a man told me that. Yeah, but us men, we don't care. Girlfriends and baby moms are off a lim- are, are off limits. Yes. But if it's somebody that I just knocked off, I, I don't care. I don't want you to do with somebody, even if it was somebody that I just knocked off and we're friends. I agree. It's just trifling. Because I don't think women have that conversation like, girl, it's so good. You got to try it. No, because we know. It's just like, you know, nobody's on that type of time. No one is on that type of time to be sitting up there dating your friend's child's father or ex-boyfriend or ex-husband. Like, come on. The shit is wild. It is a little so I can wild. understand him being upset because we're not in the industry. I mean, well, we kind of sort of are, but we're not in that, that industry. And it has to be crazy seeing it or your child because I think allegedly like his child is like a Disney star, right? Isn't she like on acting on Disney now? Their, oh, t- their daughter? Congratulations I think so. to her. I think so. So like she's probably heavy on social media because she's a Disney child star, whatever you want to call them. So I know she got it. Like you, y'all all in the same realm. Y'all all in the same circle. Everybody knows everybody. It is a wild ass look. <laughs> well, Diddy is probably old enough to be the babies. Diddy but- is old enough to be everybody's papa. Like, and this it's just is like you're, at this point, and you're going from person to person. Diddy never dates anyone that is his age. Let's just start he, he probably never dates anybody that's going to challenge him. He never dates team. anyone that is going to be a threat, anyone that is going to challenge him. We told him episodes ago that he should probably go try to get with Vivica Fox. Like we told yes. you episodes ago, go get someone that is on your age level, mm-hmm. someone that is still out here on a, on a prowl, somebody that's going to call you out on your bullshit, and somebody that's going to call you out. He know. He dates a certain type of woman. It's no shade against Bow Wow. Imagine Bob. Diddy dating because Jill Scott. Oh. <laughs> I, I like just, that. I Diddy, like that. Mm-hmm. Diddy can't handle Jill Scott. My point exactly. Imagine him dating Jill Scott. She would eat him alive. Diddy needs to date exactly who he is dating. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that they're both in agreement that this is not going to be anything serious. So, well, clearly, because wasn't he allegedly with like one of the city girl girls or something like that? And, and now you're with another exactly. person. And... Did he date who he should be dating? Did he dates people for seasons? He's a seasonal dater. It's the fall. And I never knew that Diddy was a Scorpio. I was so disappointed. So disappointed. So disappointed. I'm like, 
thinking to myself randomly one day, like, why is this man like this? What the hell is wrong with him? Let me see what his sign is. Oh, he must be one of them. He ain't me, God. <laughs> no, no. I was upset to find that out. Yeah. He's he, acting, he, acting he, on emotions. He hasn't been right since. Yep. Yep. You ain't even got to say it. He hasn't been mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Hasn't been right. He needs to date a Chris Jenner. I'm nah, she would she would eat him alive too. You think so? Yeah. I think a little black dick would do her good. Nah, think. she already got black dick. The guy. That kind though. That's different. Oh. Diddy nah, dick. cause he is Scorpio. That I that would be up there ruining dynasties and ruining like <laughs> that shit would be called the Diddy Dashians. The yes. <laughs> absolutely, he'd be up there trying to make a damn another Diddy Kane reality show or something. Fuck around with uh, Chris, Mm-mm. and that's just it, Diddy. So much potential, so much so talent. So much potential, so much talent. Intelligent, the whole nine. Everything else, Mr. Love. Oof, when it comes to them relationships and them situationships and them celebrity ships, all the ships, they sink. <laughs> all the ships, they sink, man. But that's all we have for that one. That's all we have for Black Culture. Cool beans. I have a sick and shut in. Are we on that? Um, I think you skipped over the deers. I always thought the deers came last. All right. Well, you heck, listen, you do whatever order the spirit. <laughs> if you would like to take them in, um pray. Well, I'm gonna just do the I'm gonna do the sick and shut in so it can not be a somber mood. I I, I feel like I want to put this in there now. Okay. Remember AJ Johnson from next Friday, Moesha Players Club House Party. He passed away, so I wanted to put him on the sick and shilling list. He is a person that has contributed contributed a lot to the culture, the comedy culture. And I think allegedly it was an overdose or something with drugs. I think allegedly. Now I'm not sure about that. Allegedly. Um, it was crazy because I actually was watching this interview on Vlad and his interview, he seemed a little off Okay. during the interview. So I started to read the comments and everybody else was like, anybody else peep like the mood and is he drunk or is he high or is he, you know, but if it was due to that, I want to say that, um, there's a lot of drug overdoses happening with yeah. celebrities nowadays. Yeah. A lot of stuff is because of the drugs are being mixed with uh, fentanyl. So I don't know. It just needs to be some type of awareness. Like if y'all want, I don't know how drugs are actually mixed, but is it a way that they can like test it to make sure that they're not about to consume it? If they have to do the drugs, I'm not sure how that would be regulated, but you just have to think if celebrities with the money and the resources are not getting legit 
drugs. I don't even know how you say that. So we're just, yeah, we need, we're not drug addicts or dealers. So Right. So no. just imagine with the everyday people are getting, if celebrities is getting something that's not legit. But yeah, it I'm just sure. makes me feel sad because it's just like, y'all are selling people stuff and y'all know what's in it. Like y'all are making it cheaper. Y'all are cutting it. But it can like potentially kill somebody. Y'all don't care who y'all killing. I guess you just have to be willing to get a supplier. Is that a supplier that you trust to get you know. what you need? And then I'm tired of them finding all of these celebrities like by themselves. Like you're dying alone in your homes or yeah. on the floor. I think he was like allegedly found on the floor or something by his nephew. Oh, but um, that's very traumatic. Yeah, like walking in and seeing that and seeing somebody laying on the floor, it's just, it's kind of wild. Like, it, that would mess me up. And then the other sick and shut-in is going to Kelly Price on her and her battling her post-COVID complications. Um, I'm not sure if she still has COVID. I know she said that she was battling a lot of things and she actually broke her silence and which... I don't even think she had to do that. I, you don't owe anybody no explanation and you definitely don't owe no family member a public explanation on why you weren't picking up the phone or why you couldn't talk and stuff like that. But she did issue a public explanation. I think she should have done it. And I think she should have done it sooner than later. Yeah, why? Because one, well, for me, as someone that stands for Kelly Price, we didn't know, and not that we should have to know. Yeah, you should. We didn't know the relationship between her and her family. So if her family is putting out a report that Kelly Price is allegedly missing, it's like, oh my God, Kelly Price? And we're hearing so many stories about people going missing. So I think a simple, hey, y'all, I'm, I'm good over here, would just would suffice. Just to let people know that this is not really a serious issue, because again, we didn't know. It's circulating all over the internet that Kelly Price is missing or she's sick and her husband has her. So I think you do have to take that responsibility to let people know that you are okay. Because now you have people out here like, no. And I still wanted to say, hold on now. That background, you all right? Blank twice. Let us know if you are really okay because we hear this story so many times. So I do think that she owed people not an explanation, but a check-in. Hey, y'all, I'm I don't good. think she owed them neither because you're hearing the information from an extreme estranged sister but we didn't know she doesn't even have a relationship with and on top of that y'all the public i don't owe y'all anything y'all are fans y'all buy my music i appreciate that i love that i support that but as far as me and my personal life i don't owe you any of that so i don't have to tell you if i'm doing better i don't have to tell you if i'm doing worse none of that i don't i don't owe y'all that if, 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 if I'm missing that I'm missing will know missing, that I'm really missing if I'm missing and I'm really just like taking a self-care escape and people are posting now my pictures are circulating it's really starting up it's like all right I gotta check in and if I'm Be- not going to check Beyonce in, never clear up nothing we don't, we don't even know if Beyonce ever had COVID to this day we don't know if she had COVID we don't know a lot of things about Beyonce but one thing we do know is that she's okay right? So Kelly Price, I do think that once somebody put that out there, and, and again, it goes with the climate. We have a person right now, and this person is on my sick and shut-in list, is Jelani Bay. Then we also have the other young man that is missing. It's like, then we have the young lady that is, these people have been found, but 
they didn't survive. So I do think in the climate that we are in right now with COVID, with Black people and Black women particularly going missing and people never care about it, I think Kelly Price Take a little bit of responsibility. You don't have to tell us your business. We don't know the dynamics of you and your family. But I'm like, oh shit, Kelly Price is missing. So yeah, it kind of that- it kind of hit. And then when unfortunately, when you decide to step into that celebrity world, that comes with it. It comes it with doesn't the story. But it does. It Not doesn't though. Ordinary they people. see social media created this whole complex where y'all feel like y'all have to be in on every single detail of the person's life. No one owes anybody anything. If it wasn't for social media, we wouldn't know she was sick. We wouldn't know she she wouldn't have the issue. The she wouldn't have to issue live. anything. I mean, again, I don't think she has to tell. Charlemagne just had a whole baby, and nobody knew his wife was pregnant for a whole nine months. Like that's different. We're not looking for Charlemagne. Well, I'm looking for Charlemagne. But you do have, but his baby. You're not. But just like you said, you're a Kelly Price fan, so that was something that you were trying to see if she was okay. You do have people who are checking for Charlemagne. You may not be checking for Charlemagne. I'm checking for him, but it's it's to each his own. But as celebrities, they, they're they not entitled. And, and a lot of them, you know, go away for mental health reasons and stuff like that. She was already dealing with a lot. She's not obligated to tell you guys anything, regardless if y'all are a fan or not. She don't owe y'all nothing. So you and think just it's because, best that she didn't tell us that she was okay? Yeah. I wouldn't have said nothing. If I was her, if, I mean, still to this day, y'all wouldn't know nothing about me. I think Period. I would I would have checked and let people know that I'm alive. No, because I don't owe y'all that. I don't owe y'all that. Y'all gonna know I'm alive when y'all see me out and about at Trader Joe's. I don't owe y'all yeah. that. I mean, me personally. That's her with... personal medical issues, her personal medical health issues. I don't have to sit up here and get on and talk to Gail and tell you how I oh I had this and this. It caused this kind. No, I'm not doing none of that. If my dumbass sister decided that she wanted to put out a damn search party and notify the damn police for a 24-hour missing persons report, then that is on her dumb ass. That's on her. I'm over here chilling on this couch trying to get better, trying to get myself back to a healthy state, mentally and physically. I don't owe y'all niggas nothing. Y'all will never get nothing. And that's why I like people like her and people like Beyonce who knows how to separate the celebrity from the person. I don't owe y'all shit. Beyonce owes y'all music. Well, her real name is Beyonce, so I can't really. Beyonce the celebrity owes y'all music, tours, concerts, uh, merch. Beyonce... Knows that was birthed from Tina that was do what pop pop with the damn mushroom and the whole hairstyle. She don't owe y'all nothing. She don't owe y'all nothing. These people don't owe y'all shit, but a good time. And it comes again, I feel like it comes to just a little bit of common courtesy. Like you really have people out here praying and holding their candles and, and you still face, can pray trying to find if you are okay, just you to let somebody know that you're okay because now you're causing. She didn't cause of, anything. But she we, didn't before cause anything. the story came out of the relationship between Kelly Price and That's her sister, here. we didn't know the relationship. So if you have a family member coming out saying that my sister is missing, again, it just goes to the time that we are in right now and all of these current events that made me be like, oh, Kelly, like, I hope she's okay. 
Do she owe us anything beyond checking in? No. But I think a simple check-in would have been nice. Which she but you did. see what you I just think- said? You see what you said? We don't need to know the story, but the fact that you had- No, not that. Not that part. This net is really blowing me. Um, Not that you said her sister. Kelly didn't put that out. Kelly might have said that she contract, you know, got COVID, but that was that. Her sister put out the narrative. Her sister created the narrative that she was missing. Her sister put out the information to people, to blogs and notified, you know, news stations and stuff like that. Her sister created it. She didn't. So she's probably sitting back like, I mean, y'all up here listening to my sister. I didn't say that. And I was going to sit aside until we found out that Kelly Price was okay. But I get it. I mean, every celebrity is different. Um, I think that, you know, if there's any rumors that should be cleared up, is that you're not dead and gone and we're not about to sit here and have ashes to ashes, dust to dust. But in the light of speaking about people going missing, Black people going missing, um, my second shedding definitely goes to Jelani Day and his family. Yeah. Jelani was an Illinois graduate student that went missing. Um, honor student, loving son, brother, an all-around good guy. It took days for authorities to send in search teams to look for the missing 25-year-old. And almost a month before they were able to um, identify that it was him. So this goes back to people being missing. And when it comes to Black and Brown people, there's not much urgency or resources put on locating it. So it is not because like I said earlier, with old boy that was invited to the cookout, they had a whole search party listening for looking for him and he was just drunk. He was just drunk. He was just so, drunk. So it's again, it's kinda wild. I'm really um a stickler for checking in because you just never know if someone checked out. So the check-in to me is very um is very important. And I'm one to pull up. Like if it's somebody and I'm just like Oh, um, we know, friend. Remember that not, time you thought somebody did it, something to me? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, I'll be ready to go. Like, okay. But that's different. You have a personal relationship with me. You know me. I so have you, a personal you can pull relationship up. with you. But again, what if it's people that are family that you have a relationship with that's hearing it? Like, it just, to me. But like she said, that. like she said, the people that spoke to her, like the Brett, the Brett even went on yeah, um, she did. her live. The people that, like the Brad said, the people that are her friends that talk to her every day knew that she was okay. There you go. As long as they know, your husband know, your mama know, or when, do she, I don't know if she has a mom, whatever. But like oh, the people close to you, they knew that she was okay. Just like you, you was able to pull up on me. Now, somebody listening in, they can't pull up on me. Well, they might, depending on the person who's listening. But you know, we have that close relationship. I'm your, your kabuki. So you can pull up with me. But yeah. Just know that the day that somebody Ow. ever put out <laughs> a missing report on me, check for me. Check for me. Friend, I can Make pull sure. up on you. I can pull up on a few places. So I'm going to know you're okay. <laughs> just, I just say just check for me. and I have a good... If you are listening, people out there. Four places I could check for you. I, I don't go to too many. You don't. I got it. I got it. I don't go to many. Even but, if I got to pull up at Trader Joe's and yell out, yo. Because I'll be the ditzy one. Like, somebody was looking for me. I'm, I'm, I'm not missing. Hey, you in here, friend? <laughs> check right hmm. by the macaroni and cheese squash. Yep. 
and I'm probably right over there, leaned over in the refrigerator, like, what do we have? Or the maple butter. Or the maple butter. (laughs) Oh, man. I think we have uh, the mass beer. I have a a few. You do? Go ahead, friend. You go first. My first one goes to... You had to grab your heart next to the cross of Jesus. Go ahead, Next to the cross. In (laughs) you, Hyatt. Or maybe, yeah, I think that's the last one. That sounds like some bullshit. I'm going to tell him to please stop. Okay. Please stop reporting from your client's living room. Mm -hmm. You say, who is his client? Mr. Puddin' Pop himself. Stop telling us (laughs) <laughs> with conversations that you and Bill Cosby had. Friend, what, but why he reporting live from the couch in the living room? Because he's reporting from Bill Cosby, or should I say for Bill Cosby? So whenever people are out, the news people, and they see this man, he's willing to get on camera and talk about conversations and pull up talks that him and Bill Cosby had. And the last one is about R. Kelly being railroaded. No. First of all, don't nobody give a good goddamn about R. Kelly for the okay. Let that man let that serve man his time. Serve his time. He can rot in there for all I care. Bill Cosby, stop. Stop, 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 stop. And for your publicist or whoever he is, your lawyer, your attorney, whatever you want to call him, stop reporting to us what Bill Cosby is saying. Stop reporting, period. Because, Bill, you do not want to go back in there where they was throwing them old, hard... Bell um, hot dog rolls. You cannot let that <laughs> You cannot let that go. Because I just imagine this man is like partially blind. Can you imagine minding First your business? First of all, they say that he's partially blind. He can barely stand and walk for, for himself. Right, so at this so point, I'm thinking bro. that you're using, now you're using Bill Cosby to share your own thoughts and opinions. Yep. Bill Cosby probably sitting there like, I ain't say that shit. I, I thought you was bringing me pudding. I thought you was bringing me pudding. <laughs> and fresh rolls. <laughs> My next person is Bill Barr. Okay, so. Oh, all these bills. The bills, right? (laughs) It's all the bills. So Bill Barr decided to say that we should not have two national anthems and that the national anthem for Black people should not be sung at any sports event. I'm going to have to give a hard no. Um, When you look at the sports industry and you look at the majority of people mm-hmm. that play sports, there are a lot of black and brown people. So for a national anthem that was not made for us or created for us or yeah. by us, let's stop thinking about segregation and think about inclusion. Okay. I get I, I get emotional when I hear lift every voice and sing. I feel like there could be a representation of black people at black events and at sports events. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. You want us to stand for the flag. You want us oh, to stand over our that. hearts. You have a whole routine that you guys want us to do and to fall in line for something that was not created for us. So to have inclusion, yeah, why not? I don't now, was Lift Every Voice and Sing created by an African-American person? Yes, it was. Yep. Can we fact check that? James Weldon Johnson. Okay. Was he like a slave or something? Now, friend, <laughs> I'm not going to say this man was a slave, but he did create the song for us, by us. 
okay. I think it's okay. I just feel like they should, we shouldn't sing Lift Every Voice and Sing. It should be weighed in the water at every sports event. Because I like that song. I- okay. That would be kind of decent. It, it, you bringing me down. And then you hit that high and I'm like, where in the water trip? Like you got. You gonna have people in the stands coming. Way, way, way. Like no water. <laughs> Wait in the water. I was waiting in the water. I was shaking that ass. I was waiting. Exactly. You see the disrespect that you just put on a old Negro classic. <laughs> Freedom fighting song. But it's a classic. It's and a, this it's is like, why. Like, why? This is why they do not want to take. You know what? Let's let. I, I read some things earlier this week <laughs> about our good, good, good girlfriend, Miss Lizzie Lizzo. You know, we didn't we didn't have her her Aww. own episode a few weeks ago, and this beautiful black brown girl decides to say that her connection to twerking. And how she does it for the ancestors and how she does it for the black culture. And it was just like, okay. And that, what you just said, kind of took me right back to that listening to Lizzo on Tag Talk talk about. Well, friend, I'm sorry. I just feel like if we going to be kneeling and standing and standing and kneeling, that Wade in the Water should be the first song selection as the national anthem. Like, I, I, feel it in my soul like I really believe that way in the water see way in the water you probably could just put something on it I feel like lift every voice and think lift every voice and sing they're not gonna alter it you're gonna keep it the same you're gonna sing it from the chest you're gonna be proud about it and play ball sing lift every voice and sing it's like a dead and somber mood like I understand I get it but like wade in the water is way depending on who's singing it like can you imagine a commercial with like Dwayne Wade and it's like Wade in the water and they like remixed it and you see him dribbling the ball or something like woo, woo, woo. and they like have the Wade in the water like mm, and the old slave in the back like it friend Wade in the water we're gonna name this episode Wade in the water <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Billy, Billy Bob, you might have someone on your Aquafina may be with you with. Not this, no, I'm not. I'm not with him. I ain't with none of them. I'm just saying I'm by myself. And as the the what do you call me? Hmm. I'm gonna make myself the ambassador <laughs> of the national anthem. Let me just let me just check. Um, Go ahead, friend. I'm just checking. You trying to make sure that the man that created Lift Every Voice and Sing was black? Oh, no. I, I know that. Uh, well, what you trying to fact check Wade in the water? Okay. Go ahead. I, go ahead. I wade. You you wade in the water? <laughs> I wade. Okay. I'll no, wade. This, this, got it. Okay. Now, what you got? Tell me. That it shouldn't be so... <laughs> At the freaking game. That's what I had. <laughs> Friend, I know people would agree. We're going to take a poll. Should it be lift every voice and sing or wade in the water? 
Wade in the water is so powerful. Watches the wave because in. somebody's going to do exactly what you said. <laughs> I was waiting in the water. I was shaking it. Like somebody's going to do that. Lift every voice and sing. You're not going to alter it. People be making a mockery. Black people, we make a mockery out of everything. We make everything a fucking joke. And I've never had to stand and sing. Lift every voice and sing. Really? So, no, <laughs> I, I've never had to sing it. I think the last time I had to sing Lift Every Voice and Sing probably was my undergraduate graduation. Yeah, you went to an HBCU. You know. Yeah, so (laughs) we, I will continue to wade in the water um, when someone takes a kneel or a stand. Yeah. friend, you might want to get a petition signed for that and see. (laughs) Wait a minute. Go ahead. Oh, wait a minute. (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) See, it's not going to working all day all right what has the world come to y'all niggas is just now finding out that brandy and ray j are siblings nobody didn't just find that out Brand, it was a whole twitter forum a whole thing on instagram of they're not i guess not millennials whoever came after that they just realized that ray j and brandy are related i'm like where the hell have y'all been? Ray J? I mean, he was even her brother on that. Wait a minute. Is but he was Brandy's a, brother? Was, and you would know this. Was Ray mm-hmm. J there on an episode as her cousin? Or was he, he was her there brother on the episode? Found out that Frank was really his dad. Okay. So he played a lot of different roles. Like they reused him. You know how Martin would recycle characters. So he was the preacher's son on one episode. He was Moesha's cousin until Dorian, until they found out that that was her actual brother. And then he also played in another episode, filling in for something. So they kind of switched him up um, on many different episodes. But yeah. The only thing I got from that is Brandy said, make sure you don't give my brother a check. He's going to be the cousin. He's going to be the brother. He's going to be the neighbor. Yep. And you know what? I respect him for also looking out for ray j's childhood friend i don't know his real name but they called him like nice oh he was like the rapper one right right yeah that was his best friend in real life so i I respected that too because y'all made sure that y'all had him on there too listen put your friends and family on that's what i'm gonna do Um, on when we get that molly and aquafina show Mm -hmm, that little sitcom show yeah Mm -hmm. i'm throwing everybody in there even if you can't act, I don't even give a damn. You ain't gonna handle lines, then you're still gonna be on camera and get paid. Yep. But yeah, people was out here not knowing that they were related because you know Ray J just got a tattoo of his sister on his arm. Oh. And I just want to say, um, my brother, you know who you are, old boogie. You you got a couple of hours to make that happen. It could be small. Like I said, you don't even have to get the full name. Get the get get just get just get what you need to get. You know my name. Get what you need to get. You know my name. You know my initials. Oh boogie. Get it. You got 24 hours to respond. You got 24 hours. Get it. Speaking of siblings, and I could be so wrong about this, and I feel like it never came back up again. Mm-hmm. But remember it was a rumor that the Brad and Raven Simone were sisters. Yeah. Did Way back just, when. Are they like not? No, it's just Lisa Ray and her. Okay. Now, are they blood sisters? Yes, I okay. believe so. Okay. I think, yeah, same father, different mothers. 
Miss Chris and Lil Nisi. Cause okay. Chris got low Kiki. Shout out to the young guns. We got our logo inspiration from you guys. Oh, you guys don't know <laughs> the backstory about. Oh that. man, one day we will share that on Patreon, and maybe we will have <laughs> Chris and Neef on to talk about it. Cause Lord knows. Y'all niggas would have tried to sue us. Well, maybe not y'all, but whoever owns. <laughs> then we're going to have to bring Franny on. She's going to have to say, yeah, because. Yeah, I had to tell these niggas, these dumbasses. <laughs> yeah, we got to tell Kristen the story about that. But yeah, that's where, the, shout out to them. That's where the local inspiration came from. It wasn't always like this, but yeah. <laughs> wow. So I think. Is that oh, wait. I do have a dumbass dare, and then okay. we can go to the questions. So my dumbass dare goes to the NYPD department for seizing fruit and vegetables from a street vendor and then, in, then getting sanitation to come and throw all of the fresh food away in front of a crowd of people. The police officers were taking IDs from anyone who tried to intervene and take the food away to stop it from being thrown away. And my question is, why did we have to throw it away now if y'all didn't want the vendors to vend that's one thing but to bring sanitation in and throw away crates and crates and crates of fresh fruit and vegetables was insane to me and then for you to ticket one of the ladies who tried to stop y'all she was trying to like put the fruit in her bag and y'all took her id and gave her a ticket like Y'all not fighting crime. Y'all just up here throwing away food. Like, how is this helping the community? Right. People vend every day. You see people selling pocketbooks. You see people selling DVDs if they still do their CDs, vinyls. I don't know. Yeah. They're Especially not bothering food, anybody. Food insecurity is a huge thing across the country. So to waste food that probably was affordable for those people standing around, to me, it's really disgusting. And a lot of times, the people that are vending food or are people that like are from the Asian community, people from the Spanish community, they're doing it to feed their families. That's right. how they make their living, make their money. So for y'all to throw away their product, it's not like y'all was throwing away drugs. Y'all was throwing away food. What an asshole. Yeah, like they're not even polluting the country or com- com- the, polluting the neighborhoods. They're feeding the neighborhood. So why did we have to throw it away? I like bananas. I like grapes. I like strawberries. All of that was being thrown into the damn truck. So yeah, my dumbest dare goes to the NYPD department. Because y'all, y'all been doing wild shit since I was before I was born. And y'all continue to do it. Continue. All right. Um, <laughs> all right. So I have a couple of questions friend what was the first cd or album that you bought with your money and what store and what year um first cd that i remember purchasing first thing that popped into my head was nsync and I probably okay. got it after school at Tower Records. Oh, I remember Tower Records. Yeah. Showing my oh, 
my first CD that I purchased myself was Cameron's, what was it called? Welcome, was it called Welcome Home With Me? With Old Boy on it? Oh boy, boy. That was my first CD that I purchased on my own. Uh, the other ones my mom would buy for me. And I think, I don't know what year that was. Oh gosh. And I think mine was at FYE. <laughs> FYE, I remember that. But before, you know, I was good for begging my mom to get me the set of blank tapes. Mm-hmm. I would just record my own music. When you remember, you used to be able to have, I had a boombox. Yes, we did I too. for this boombox for Christmas. And I got the boombox. And then once I got the boombox, I was able to record, record my the radio Remember? from the radio. And then I had the Walkman. So now I can walk around with my Walkman with my own recorded music. Remember when CD players came out? Oh, I had the see-through so lime big. green. Mm-hmm. See-through and lime green. And I used to love it. Oh my God. Until the CD started to skip. And you remember you used to have to like bang on the um CD player? Yep. You never bang on yep. yours? You had to blow Those on it. Those were the good days. Day. Now blowing that front, I ain't never had to do that. Yeah, now. I used to always have to blow on my Walkman, my CD player to get the desk out so it can play. Really? Mm-hmm. I remember blowing in the Sava, like blowing in the cartridge. <laughs> um, and then the next one is, what's a song that reminds you of 106 and Park? Mine is, I ain't never had nobody show me all the things that you don't show me in a special way. Oh, and I mean, you're going to always be together, baby. That's what you tell me because I believe it. I ain't never had nobody like you. I don't know. Probably something with Soldier Boy. Or like Rock the Barack. Now that's a good one. Yeah. Rock the Definitely uh, Aaliyah. All right. Now this one is a doozy. So... <laughs> Is I'm not pulling out equivalent to I'm going to get you pregnant. I'm sorry, friend. Say that again. <laughs> is I'm not pulling out equivalent to I'm going to get you pregnant. I'm not pulling out. I'm going to say it is equivalent to it because I've had someone constantly tell me this. And if you're not pulling out, that means you want to leave it in. So you're potentially going to get me pregnant. So are you asking that question to me and my 30-year-old self right now? Or are you looking back at my 21-year-old self? I'm just asking you that in, in general, overall, your whole lifespan. Well, in my current life, if I'm having unprotected sex with someone ding 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 then we can go half on a baby but if i'm not there with someone 10 times out of 10 there should be some type of protection because if it's not then what friend i'm gonna get pregnant and the crowd goes roar (sighs) (laughs) yeah no that was a funny question because I had somebody tell me this time and time again, and my logic wasn't logicing mm. <laughs> back then. And I'm like, if you say I had to like go back in time and think about those like how situations. does that come up in conversation? I'm not pulling out when you like it was always when we were doing the do because you would have to have one hand on a frontal 
one hand and on one hand the other. Like, like it, it was always, yes, yes, ning, 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 ning. It was always, <laughs> it was always when we were doing the do. And in my head, I'm like, if you're not pulling out, then you leave it in. And if you leave it in, that means there's a possibility I'm going to get pregnant. So that's like equivalent to somebody saying, I'm going to get you pregnant. Then have you all weird for the next couple of six weeks, right? And then got me saying, well, why are you being weird to me? Yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) For the young girls that is listening to this episode. Yes. Do young, beautiful queens. Mm, 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 Do not. Don't listen to it. Don't get caught up. Don't. Because that's how I got pregnant. (laughs) Oh, I got pregnant. Don't time. do it. Don't listen to it. Don't listen to it. Don't. If I could listen to the me, the me now telling the me in 2018, don't listen to it. Don't listen to it. Don't listen it, to it. It all becomes a learning experience. And I wasn't even that young, but don't listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> don't listen to it. Okay. They'll be up here, like Molly said, one hand on the frontal, and I don't even wear frontals. Right. <laughs> But don't listen to it because I'm not pulling out is equivalent to I'm going to get you pregnant. I wish we could name that the damn title of the show, but that's too long. <laughs> <laughs> and then one last thing, and then um, we can wrap up. So Meek Mill had wrote a tweet. Mm-mm, let's wrap up now. <laughs> All right. So I think that concludes. <laughs> no. Meek Mill said it's hard to find a woman that ain't clap your dog or no industry vibes is getting more scary. So what would you say about that statement before we rev up? Do you think that he should <clears throat> change the environment so that he can find the woman that he wants to be with? I think he should change his vocabulary. All right, now we're going to wrap up. Um, for the black, <laughs> the black business that I supported this week is the God is Dope. Um, you can find them at www.godisdope.com. I hope that's really the website for it. If not, we will drop it in the link because I can't deal with Molly right now. We're going to have to wrap up you the show. You at, I, I, <laughs> I, I think that changing the vocabulary. Uh-uh, she's still going. Wrap it up, Molly. As always. <laughs> Be sure to light your sage, clutch your crystals, read your dictionaries, and to your kegels, man. She's on a roll. To your kegels. <laughs> <laughs>